0: we are in business. All How's right. it going, Sha?
1: Uh, I'm I'm okay. I'm a little uh I'm a little homesick, which makes me want to ask you have you ever been homesick? Like you have you ever been away from home long enough to be homesick?
0: Nah, never.
1: So you don't know the the melancholy of homesick?
0: Nah, like like you mean like specifically the house or the area?
1: whatever just been away from something that you've known that has felt like home for you and you're away from it and it could be a temporary um you know parting or it could be like oh this is my i i am in a, a new part of my life this is a new level but i definitely miss um other parts and you know parts that have come before and uh you know not sure as to whether or not you can get back to that but
0: that's beautiful yeah Yeah, actually okay so i i associate brooklyn as home okay but i i i constantly make sure i'm on the way back here so i don't feel that for brooklyn because i make sure of that i think i would feel that a lot if i wasn't in brooklyn okay um my parents uh, would give me that feeling, but they live a block away from me. Right, so I see them pretty often. Um, the closest I would say I felt to that was high school. Hmm. Like it, it, like during like early college and like the twenties. Um, I definitely remember feeling like when I was in high school, I was that dude. Like I definitely was one of the most popular kids in my in my school and in my class. Okay. I like ran that and uh, it's kind of hard to like carry that effect that you have on 600 people to like all of New York. So I felt a little different uh, sure. as an adult, I realized how much bigger the world was. Uh, so I guess that I felt, I remember like I would drive by my high school and I would like park in front of it and just like, think <laughs> and shit. Like, Oh, this is a lot easier.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, sure. That's a, uh, yeah, that, definitely a big homesick uh moment in many people's life is if they went away to college um or they have to do a thing away from where they had it kind of easy so high school perhaps um you feeling that way now oh yeah yeah i feel very homesick but you know i'm away from what is home for me which is atlanta yeah um So every once in a while, you just, you know, you just kind of feel homesick. Oh, I kind of miss whatever, whatever it is. Like, um, it can be the weather can make me miss something. Um, A sound can make me miss something, Um, Mm. uh, you know, miss a moment in time, perhaps. but But for me, usually it's just like all encapsulated in Atlanta. So, yeah. So I just feel a little homesick. Um, but you know, it, it passes, I guess. It, you I'm know, sorry, it's, sure. Oh, it's fine. It's not bad. It's just like, oh, I wish I was, uh, you know, at, at a point in time where things were much easier than they are now. Usually that's also
0: yeah, yeah. wrapped
1: in with, with homesickness, um, you know, or, uh, you know, I know how to, with whatever rough time you're having, if you're having it in a new space, you, you knew what your coping mechanisms were at at home so if you're away from that it's like how do you uh cope with that i don't know so you just got to find new ones based on where you are as well yeah so you know there's there's that just trying to figure all of that out it's just it's raining out (laughs) (laughs) it's just raining it's just raining
0: yeah i I, i've been spoiled with that i have to say Mm -hmm. um because of how close i am to everything like I live in, like I grew up in East New York and now I live in Cypress Hills section of East New York. So (laughs) I'm still like in the area. I'm five blocks away probably from my old house. Right. I'm a block away from the home that I lived in right before I moved out where my parents still live at now, Mm -hmm. you know? So like all of the things that like, uh, I grew up around that like, give me those feelings whenever I get them, I get it, you know? Um, the whenever I feel like sick and I want like mom love, I literally call her. Hey, I need a an asopado, and she'll make that shit. You know, mm-hmm. it's just dope. You know, yeah. Have yeah. you had an
1: asopado by the way? No, what is that?
0: Asopado's dope. It is uh I would guess it's like Dominican version of gumbo. Okay. I, th- I think you would dig it. It's uh the seat the when I look at gumbo, it's a very similar looking plate. The the seasoning is a little different, sure. But it's it's still I would say similar palette. Like, I think you'd rock with it. But it's something I associate with, like, to your point, when I'm sick, my mom makes that. And oh, right. And as dope as Gabby is, and she'll make other stuff, it's not my mom's asopado. Sure. So, like, Gabby will take care of me, but I always get one of those to this day. Like, as a 30-some-year-old man, <laughs> uh, my mom I'm still makes an asopado for me when I'm off my game. Uh, yeah, so I think I I I I... I, I, uh, I feel for you for that. Cause I, I definitely been spoiled with that. Like I, I have access to like the things that gave me those feelings, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: well, yeah. you gotta, I, for you, I say you gotta get out and you gotta stay out for a while, uh, <laughs> just to see, um, the stuff you're made of, you know, in order to cause sometimes home homesickness can be horrible, yeah, like it can leave you incapacitated. And then sometimes it's just like it is for me right now, just like a wave of like, oh, I wish I was getting um, I wish I could go get some pizza from Fellini's or something like that. Fellini's right. pizza in Atlanta, which honestly, I can't even uh, get pizza here because I can't eat pizza anymore. So now I'm homesick oh. for pizza. It's a whole thing. <laughs> Oh, sure. I'm home. I'm homesick for a GI tract that works. Basically, I'm I'm homesick for a time before reflux. I'm homesick. You know, it's just man. I'm homesick for a stronger stomach. (laughs) I'm homesick for a lower back that doesn't hurt. I'm homesick for a lot right now, and I don't know if I can get it all back. I know you don't do hugs, but you're getting an e hug right now. But it'll, you know, it'll be fine. Sometimes it's a song. Sometimes a song will take you back to a, you know, that's more of a nostalgia kind of thing. But, um, but yeah,
0: yeah, it's just, it's kind of wild uh just uh, you know what song gives me that yo real talk it's hmm. it's stupid nobody (laughs) is uh 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 lupe fiasco's kick push oh that
1: song is deeply (laughs) steeped in nostalgia that is literally the sound of nostalgia like the first minute i heard it i was like oh yeah remember when i used to skate no shalee well you never skated (laughs) you hung out with skaters but you never (laughs) skated you fell off a board every time you tried but I swear <laughs> to you, play kick push see if I'm not like, yeah. yeah.
0: Remember when we used to be all up in the street? No. It's a vibe. Yo, the, yeah. thing, the thing that doesn't for me, yo, real talk, uh, Gabby was super, super petite. Like she's still like small, but she was real petite when we were dating. Mm-hmm. So there's a line where like the girl uh that he's dating. Like she's saying that she's becoming a woman. She's getting older, and like you're seeing her different. Mm-hmm. So she checks him by saying, "Bow, I weigh 120 pounds now." <laughs> so like, out, Gabby was like 115 when the song came out. Right, and she got to 120. <laughs> so I, I still remember the moment that like we was in the car and like it came on randomly the first time she weighed 120. And we was hyped. Like, oh, yo, the protein <laughs> shakes is working. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my uh, gosh. Yeah. So we always have a moment when it comes on. Our kids don't know what the hell is going on. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that does it for me. It's yeah, dope.
1: I, I get that. That's absolutely an extremely nostalgic sounding song yeah. for everybody, whether or not you did what he's talking about. In the song, like more. So, I mean, I know it's kind of a remember when you know, yeah. like a, um, who was um back in the day when I was young. I'm not a kid anymore, but sometimes oh. I sit and wish I was. What was that guy's name? I can't remember. I want to
0: blanking, but I love that song too. Yeah, just how so
1: I- you know that one also is very um like it sounds like you would hear it floating in the air from some apartment that you can't see. And it's a Ahmad. real, it's a true vibe, and that's what yeah. Kick Push also kind of sounds like. But um, yeah,
0: yeah, Amada I'm, I'm make me cry. That that, that song make me cry. Uh, yeah. back in the days. Yeah, yeah. that one is that yeah. is homesickness. That'll get you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, that shit. yeah. Yeah, because yeah, they both do that well. They definitely have you miss stuff you didn't do. That's mm-hmm. impressive. Yeah, I was nowhere near those memories, but I feel you. You you feel yours.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So that is, it's a little bit of that. And I don't know what triggered it. Um, It may have been like a dream. I may have had a dream about uh, the past or something, or just some uh, extremely Atlanta moment or or something like that. But I just kind of woke up like, huh, you know, remember when? And uh, (laughs) I'm sure it'll be, everything will be fine. I'll something will happen and it'll snap me out of it. But. I mean, for now, I'm sitting here with a a scarf as a shawl, and I'm getting ready to drink tea. So you know, I'm really like leaning in. I'm really leaning into it.
0: Hey, I dig it. I, I got it. You know what? I'm gonna check in on Gabby when she gets home because I've so because that's a big debate that we have in terms of uh, like our future as a family. Because mm-hmm. you know, like um, Gabby's from Costa Rica, so she's like uh, she was born there. She came over here like early teens. And just in general, uh, she likes that, like, uh, warm tropical environment. I, right. I like this. I like the cold. I like New York. So, like, the next uh, crib that we buy, like, we debate on that a lot. You know, mm-hmm. like, I want to go to a condo. Like, I want a condo in Brooklyn. Like, that's what I want next. I want to do everything in New York besides shoveling, right. essentially. I want to pay someone to shovel for me. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, I want to live here. I want to go to my corner store. I want to know my boy, Ak or Papi or whoever it is. I want to be able to get a sandwich when I want. Gabby wants like plants and trees and all of that. Life she wants to be outside more. And, you know, I want to like see outside, but I don't want to be there. Like I want to know it exists, but I I don't want to actually do it. I think
1: you need to do a bid elsewhere. I think, I think you need to do a bid elsewhere because it is, it really Will like, I think it will really affect you deeply and kind of change where you stand on a lot of things, not your core. Your core is going right. to be your core. Right. But I, I think that um, uh, because of just how big hearted you are, just with what you've already seen and um, done, like, I, I really think you ought to do a bid somewhere that's completely different. um. Because then you'll you'll reach your ultimate grump. You will be the grumpiest <laughs> okay. you've ever been. But at, once you get past that grump, through that grump, you will like grow in ways that you haven't fully expected. Okay. And I, I think you should, even if you do end up back in New York, I still think you should because you Lord knows you got enough Brooklyn in you that you're just gonna take it wherever you go so don't worry about losing the Brooklyn it's in you you know what I mean it's, okay. it's it's not going anywhere you're just going to take it with you and um but I I think you should I think you totally should just like do a bid somewhere even if it's just you know like a year in a place
0: you know so like if I got like so if I do like a writing gig in LA would that count Mm hmm. Okay. Absolutely, that would count. You,
1: yeah, for sure. You, ah, look it's, at that. it's, that's a, that would be a, a, a big adjustment. Yeah. That's a big I, adjustment. It'll, it's a big adjustment in many ways for you that, um, you definitely, that will definitely send you back to, uh, New York, but there are, <laughs> there are other places that you can go where you might even just be like, yeah, I could be here for a year. And then that's about it. In LA you'll be there until the job's done. But, um, yeah. but yeah, you, but you do slowly, yeah, you, you do slowly kind of adjust, um, or quickly depending on what you're, you know, what's necessary, <laughs> but you, I, I think, I think it behooves you to, uh, just give it a shot somewhere else just okay. for a hot
0: second i'll do it i'll do it yeah. you sold me on it yeah just a yes. lease you know not a mortgage just a <laughs> lease I, I gotta buy that's what i do shy. So you gonna see me with you gonna, i'm no, gonna have like I think, a I comedians think, airbnb somewhere
1: yeah i still i still think just a lease i still think <laughs> you should at sometimes a lease
0: is what is necessary now nah, you're right you're right mm-hmm. i yeah. gotta convince my kids too though because i've done a i've done a, a really good job of branding brooklyn with them. Like my my son don't even like going to Queens for like sandwiches. Like he's like, you nah, know, there's no way that we don't got a good sandwich spot in Brooklyn too. Like he 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 uh, we was driving and he noticed the buildings started changing.
1: Mm-hmm. And he
0: just getting mad. He's like, yo, these these buildings don't look right, Dad. These front yards look too big. I don't know about this. And I, and I was like, and I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, we're not in Brooklyn no more. Oh, he's like actually no, we're in uh we're in Ridgewood, Queens. He's like, oh, he got tight. Like He was mad in the car. He was a And And uh, we was there for like for him. We was trying to take him to like a doctor's appointment. Right. And he was like, they don't got doctors in Brooklyn. I know they got doctors in Brooklyn. And, like I was like, all right, uh, he, you're 10. He, he,
1: <laughs> yeah. He is trying to impress you so hard. He is trying to make you proud. So he's really like, he's really doing it doing the Brooklyn thing. I guarantee you once he meets somebody that he would like to be around a lot. Yeah. Um, and they're from another place. Trust me. Suddenly God. that's where he's going to want to be. Damn,
0: baby, I'm going to lose him.
1: You're going to lose him. I mean, you're not going to lose him, lose him. I mean, you guys will, you'll lose him after the first like uh, basketball game where he beats you you got to go through that you know what i mean the first baseball game where he yeah that's where that's where it's going to be i from what i understand with men folk that's usually how that goes
0: yeah i mean he got costa rican in him so like oh yeah he had been kicking my ass at soccer for like five years like it (laughs) is what it is i I don't play that sport right overweight my man got me like from jump so Mm -hmm. yeah but uh okay Something to look forward to. This is a <laughs> real deep start of the podcast. Sean, I so know. People. I'm so sorry.
1: I'm so sorry. I love sorry. this. This is uh, awesome.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I, <laughs> I'm a little concerned, by the way, too, now that you said all that. Because, like, I feel like I make really emo comedy already. So, like, if I do, if if I go somewhere and get more emo, like, I'm going to just be hugging people from stage and shit. <laughs> No, I mean, either you're going to get more emo, but even your
1: version of emo comes with like a a pop upside the head first. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So it's after you punch someone in the arm and then you're like, ah, come here, you. So that's what your comedy will be. But I mean, you still will have to adjust uh, no matter where you go. And uh, (laughs) I I think that um, that adjustment will shock and amaze you and definitely inform what you do and i for one am here for it i appreciate so, it yeah it, you know everyone if you want to go ahead and just donate um to the <laughs> get gaster out of brooklyn
0: for a month fund hey, even we gotta go fall, man the budget's small i go to the poconos or something you know?
1: <laughs> yeah that's really all it takes <laughs> i mean honestly it
0: sounds like if you were in manhattan for a week you Y'all. your mind would be blown i don't know if i could do that real talk not yeah, a whole see?
1: Week. yeah
0: wow all <laughs> my vacations are four days less. Like on, on, like, on principle. Like, I make sure that I can't. I, I don't know if I could do like a whole week just out of town like that.
1: I um, I uh called up my sister and said that I wanted to go on vacation, and she was like, "Who is this?" <laughs> 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 because I don't, I don't normally do vacations. I love it. <laughs> and she, but she will do a vacation. uh yeah yeah she's she's always done a vacation i have not uh usually i have vacation time but i would use it to do once i started doing comedy i used it to do comedy elsewhere right or um or if there was some comedy thing that i was doing in town but it would take all day i'd use it for that you know um or to go visit her uh but otherwise i never really went someplace to go just kind of sit and go, Oh, here I am. Uh, that this wasn't me. That's not me so much. Um, not that I don't love. I mean, I love a hotel room, love a hotel yeah. room, but, uh, but you know, I just I'm like, ah, we'll see. Um, so I called her and I was just like, I, I think I need to make the switch. You know, it's just you and me sis. So let's go on a vacation. We, we just came off of our most traumatic year. Um, Lark. let's, go on a vacation and she's like okay bet where do you want to go and i'm like oh see that's where i was hoping you could come in on that kind of thing <laughs> um so you know we're still we're trying to figure out she's like wherever it is you want to go i you know you pay for the room and the stuff i got the i got my plane ticket so mm. <laughs> um sisters <laughs> so <laughs> <laughs> You get the food and everything else. I can get there. All right. You know. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. It's... I don't know. It's funny. I've been, so I've been telling I hear people, you on that vacation stuff.
0: I've been telling people, I was like, yo, uh, besides covering the news, uh, The War Report is a podcast where uh, essentially Shalewa just makes me a better person. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, like... I was telling my boy, I was like, yo, real talk, I I secretly hope that Shalewa actually has another podcast where someone's doing that for her. (laughs) 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 Therapy through podcasting. (laughs) Oh, man. Let's get into the news, shot. Yeah. (laughs) The White House tells governors they will redistribute unordered vaccine doses that's right president joe biden's corona virus advisors told governors during a call on tuesday that they plan to redistribute vaccine doses should states not order all the vaccines allocated to them each week uh states will still get allocations based on their populations but the change means if a certain state does not order all of the doses available to them the white house will redistribute them and likely give them to a state that has a higher demand than their allocation. I respect it. This is dope. Use it or lose it. Straight up, yo. Joe Biden on that repo shit. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, man, get over here. So, scorpion status out here in these streets. <laughs> Taking all these back. Let's go. You don't want them? Fine. Mm. I'm going to find people that do. All right. I don't need you. Yo, this is real. Like, like I, I feel like Joe Biden is on his best, like, like dad shit right here, like this is straight up like some real like gangster parent thing. Like fine, I'm gonna just dedicate all my time to the kid that tries. Okay, he's getting A's, he's putting in his effort. You're not, okay? They getting all these doses. So uh, yeah, I I, res- I I respect this in principle. I think this is cool.
1: So it looks like uh maybe just glancing at some of this uh, story, it looks like part of it might be because of um Michigan where that governor has been asking for extra doses because there's been a surge in Michigan and, you know, they've been like rejecting that. No, no. And so, um, it's like, I, I guess they probably just saw that and they were like, well, look, let's just make it policy. I feel like that's what the Biden administration's doing that people are asking for individual things and they're like, no, no. And then they look at the broader pitch, picture and then they're like how do we make this policy instead of a favor i'm paying to someone right right where whereas i feel like other presidents would have just picked and and choose okay i I like you so you get it but the rest of you can suffer and that kind of thing so i think by you know it looks like biden's administration is trying to do it uh, across the board um i hope i i i hope that if you are in a state that maybe won't be using all of their allocated doses that you go out and get your dose because I don't want your doses to come up missing Word. because your governor is a piece of shit. I'm looking at you, Georgia. Mm-hmm. <laughs> real talk, real talk. <laughs> if that idiot don't want to use all of them and they just sitting on them and then they decide to give them to somewhere else, please go out there now and get as many, <laughs> as get many shots that. as you can <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> before they give that shit away. Oh man. Yo, shots to Biden, man, right here. Like my man, my man running this like he worked in HR before. He like, listen, mm-hmm. this policy now. Now nah, I yeah. mean, no second guessing what the rule is. This is it. Boom. So yeah, get on it. I respect that a lot. I like this. Get people creating some demand. He's like street teaming uh the vaccine. He's creating <laughs> demand. I like this right there. He's gonna Whoa. start putting up flyers and shit. Like, oh, you don't want it? Now nah, I mean it's dropping. You know, June six in your streets, be get out there. If not, we're gonna take it elsewhere.
1: Oh my god! I mean, the the demand is kind of flat, like plateauing, right? Like people aren't aren't looking for it as much as they were before, and that's weird. I don't know why why that is. I don't know. You know, like yeah, I man, if there's anything that covid has done it's um shown us that our country ain't shit like we are a mess (laughs) holy crap like (laughs) from the rooter to the
0: tutor we are a mess i don't know what we are this is the this is why i know the diet industry is gonna keep making money forever like we can't commit to this like it's two appointments and you (laughs) don't even do the work someone else does it to you that's all we gotta do and you think people gonna like give up carbs and it's free (laughs) <laughs> yeah, and pay no money for this. Mm. Come on, man. It, it ain't going to happen. Uh-uh. Fauci uh, to adolescents on the fence about COVID-19 vaccine. Be part of the solution. That's right. Dr. Fauci hopes uh, children and teens won't hesitate uh, when the U.S. Food and Drug Administration authorizes the corona vaccines to them. Um, the federal government uh, officially told CNN on Monday that the FDA is poised to authorize uh, the Pfizer and the biotech uh, COVID nineteen vaccine to children and teens twelve to fifteen uh by early next week. Uh, so yeah, you have the capability of protecting yourself as a young person twelve to fifteen, but also knowing that you're not gonna pass it along to someone else. Um, I I dig this a little bit. Like I like the <laughs> yeah, like I I I like Fauci's energy of like mm-hmm. yo, let's get this out there. I do think this is, like, a lot of pressure to put, like, on a low kid. Like, a 15-year-old which with 12-year-old, like, I, I got a 12-year-old. I don't know if she's, like, capable of making this decision on her own. And, like, if she wanted to and I didn't, like, that's not an argument. She's winning. You know what but I mean? But
1: what if it – really? So, if you're – so, say that she was, like, um, I uh, – all right. Or say, like, in this case for you, you've already been vaccinated – Right. And say that she's like, you know, I've been uh, I've been on the interwebs and I've been doing some research. I don't really want it.
0: Yeah, she's still getting a vaccine. OK, <laughs> yeah, 100%. So Like I, now I feel if, like, yeah, yeah but, at that is she was I would older. Ex- right. If she's older, I would I would take her take. Mm-hmm. I think like 15, 16, I would listen to you differently. Mm-hmm. Like at 12, I'm starting to let her like I'm starting to like uh, consider her take more and things that are um about her personality so like uh i have no say in how she dresses unless it's like some crazy i don't even i don't know what to describe but like for the most part like i let her pick out her clothes her her hairstyle um makeup those are things that like i think she's learning how to define herself mm-hmm. that makes sense to me you should be able to do that at that age you're old enough mm-hmm. um i do think that at 12 you're still not old enough to make a medical decision um so that's kind of like my line. I think she will be soon. Um, I take her input, like I'll listen to it, but I I can't give her final call on it. I think at 16, even though you're still a minor, if you're adamant, I think I'd still side with you. Like, yeah. So like, I'm a parent, I'm allowed to make you do this, but as a 16 year old, I think you have enough uh, common sense and say, and you should have enough, you should be given enough like self-advocacy to like, Take ownership of that. So even though you're, I could make you if you told me nah, and this is why you have valid points. I'd listen to you. As a twelve year old, like nah, be, I saw you watching YouTube memes yesterday for ten hours. Be like you ain't getting no saying this shit.
1: I mean, to be honest, my roommate and I watched an hour and a half of commercials <laughs> from the two thousands just last night on YouTube. Just la- commercials were weird back then. I don't want us to devolve into that conversation. That's a whole. <laughs> other episode but um but yeah no I see what you mean I think fauci's energy is really for the older kid kids on the older side of that age yeah. range and for the parents I think he's I think he's being spicy with it to the kids but really for the parents that are in the other room listening you know what I mean yeah I dig that yeah I, I really think that's hope- how he I think that's I think that's probably the best way to read his energy on that.
0: I do hope that he has someone like that's actually using the word spicy uh, in his office. <laughs> I think he gets a kick out of it. Like, I, I could really see Fauci coming in. Yo, was that spicy? Yeah, that was spicy enough. Sir.
1: Probably. He's probably got an intern, someone that he got from the shade room when he was. Uh, I will never get over the fact that my man was on the shade room. Like, I can't. I'm not going to be able to let that go. That's wild. That's so funny. But uh, that's man. also proof as to how big this is. It's shade room big.
0: Straight up. Fauci. Gotta outlet.
1: go, you gotta go where the people are.
0: <laughs> uh man. Speaking of young people, uh Joe Rogan Ugh. told his millions of listeners not to take the anti uh vaccine advice seriously. Uh <laughs> man, <laughs> is it too late?
1: <laughs> yeah, it's too late, bro.
0: Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, Those that don't know uh, on uh, April 23rd episode of uh, his popular podcast, he uh, said that, and I quote, if you're like 21 years old and you say to me, should I get vaccinated? I'll go no. Uh, (laughs) And then Rogan said he is not an anti vax uh, person or. Uh, And I am not a doctor. I'm a moron. Yes. He said, I'm a
1: fucking moron. is what he said. (laughs) Cautioning listeners that his show is meant to entertain and not to provide medical advice. Oh, God. Okay. look, Joe. And I'm sure you're going to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) Bruh, what is you doing? What is you doing? Stop it all those people it's very important either say jk at the end do something because people are taking you seriously whether or not and you like and you just like stirring shit up yeah that's your whole thing is you like stirring shit up you like talking without thinking um i don't even know if you like thinking i like it's wild
0: (laughs) yeah it's got to be trippy though like there's a moment where like that transition happens um where like you're he clearly didn't set out to be this uh person that people take this seriously, right he and now he's in a position where like he can influence right you know it, 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 that transition has to be weird. it comes with a but you know, I normally I would side with the comedian in the sense that like listen, you are clearly a comic um but I do think that like when you take hundred million m's hundred million dollars to like put out a podcast on Spotify like you are actively acknowledging I am a voice. Right. Like you know it's no longer like theoretical or I'm a I'm a free like podcast and and type thing. Like he's actively uh taking on that that position. Uh so with that comes that responsibility.
1: Just just a little bit of the responsibility. I mean if you are a 21-year-old person listening to Joe Rogan for advice as to whether or not to take the vaccine, I truly don't know what to tell you because <laughs> And nor should I even have to worry about it because I'm not Joe Rogan. You're not listening to me anyway. But I would love it if you had a little more faith in yourself to kind of make that decision. As tough as this is, um, that you're not turning to Joe Rogan. Um, (laughs) You know, I mean, like it's it is to your point, Gastor, it has to be strange to just start a podcast and suddenly you have enough Followers where people take what you are saying very seriously and how do you adjust? I imagine these are all things that we will have to struggle with at a later date.
0: You yo, and I. Real uh, talk, yo, <laughs> you don't be in the DMS like I do. We Bruh. we getting some of those messages already. Like Bruh. people be like, yo, you know, I appreciate what you said about this down the third. I don't even remember talking about it, but like, Bruh. I'm sure we did, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. I do think that we try to, you know, while we're being funny, we're also giving our impromptu take. You know, right? But it's not always like fully fleshed out.
1: Yeah, it certainly it may not be well thought out. But I also will try to be <laughs> as quick as possible to say. Now, keep in mind, yeah. I am an idiot, so <laughs> I haven't thought this through. Please don't act on whatever it is I'm saying. I'm probably not going to act on what I'm saying because I'm lazy. Like I, I want you to know. Like, I will fold in the disclaimer. Um, okay. But, you know, but like it's, you can't, it's, I don't know. It's It seems a little irresponsible. I don't know if we should put it all on Joe Rogan. I guess we could put it on the people who listen. I guess we can really put it on the fact that there hasn't been someone who's captured an audience the way Joe Rogan has seemed to capture people right now at this moment. At this crucial moment, and when you have that kind of audience, to give out half-thought-out ideas about the vaccine feels irresponsible when our own government can't couldn't even seem to get it right. You know what I mean? Right. I think that's ultimately what is bothering people, is that ugh, all these people are going to listen to Joe Rogan. And I'm like, yeah, well, I don't know. The Trump administration should have been on Spotify. But they also <laughs> should have come out with a – um yeah they should have come out with a more uh, a plan any sort of plan and now you know biden they they've got a plan they're trying to get the word out but people say he's too boring and i'm like well then maybe he should make his people in his administration like reach into a a a barrel of snakes or something like joe used to do (laughs) and then maybe we'll listen i don't i don't know what the answer is but i do know come on joe rogan y'all come
0: on yeah real talk with all that said uh Please uh, like and subscribe uh, the World Report podcast. I would yeah, love to have all yeah. these problems. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I will watch what I say. I will get it wrong regularly.
1: Uh, yeah, we'll tell
0: I, you that uh, at the beginning and at the end and yeah, a lot in the middle. That's the main difference. I think I will I will be taking ownership of that from now. Like, yeah, I, I got it wrong. My bad about whatever yeah. it is that you're asking. Yeah, probably. You're, wrong. you're right. Yeah. I'm wrong.
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Please note, we are well aware that y'all are probably right on that. Yeah. <laughs> Especially me. I don't do shit. So when I'm talking, I know nothing. So, that's yeah, I don't know. I don't and know. So and Shalewa checks me. So what do yeah. I You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I got to keep him in line. And I don't do anything. So please keep that in mind before
0: you ask us for any further uh, advice. We are trying. That's all, we, that's all I can promise you. oh man Uh, bill and melinda gates Mm. are ending their marriage that's right after 27 years of marriage the pair have announced in a statement on their verified twitter accounts the only way that you know that it's real (laughs) (laughs) after a great deal of thought and a lot of work on our relationship we have made the decision to end our marriage uh, Bill and Melinda Gates uh, are, are known for running their uh, foundation uh, together since the year 2000. Um, the foundation has spent over $53 billion on a wide range of initiatives related to global health, poverty, um, alleviation, and more. Uh, yeah, this is wow. Um, yeah. I, I never associated them as problems. Like I don't know. I felt like they was going to make it shy. Like this felt like real billionaire <laughs> life to me. i mean
1: yeah i i i wonder what at what point do you think like well yeah i can't do this anymore like are you sure how many billion how many billion you can't do this anymore and look i'm not i am not a i i'm never someone who's like get your bag get the bag chase the bag what's the bag i don't know what the bag is i'm not that person but um like so like these these had to be real problems yeah you know because was it money problems
0: it can't be you have you been seeing the little things have come have been coming out too like uh, the reason i know it's not money problems same Hmm. day that they announced a divorce apparently he gave her 1.8 billion dollars in microsoft stock like Right off the bat, the fact that that didn't work scares me as a husband. Like, y'all, if you you can't hold it together for that, like, ain't no no dinner I'm planning fixing shit if I do something wrong. So,
1: you think that instead of like his idea of like, uh, please, baby, don't leave me, don't leave me, baby, was not flowers, but it was uh, over a billion. Dollars in stock.
0: Yeah, I think that's in his head. That's him getting fly. Like, he don't know to get fly. He don't know what they cost. He probably thought that's For what a sure bouquet cost. He's like, yo, mate, I don't know. Like, you did two of them with this. Like, yeah, hey, do what you do. <laughs> 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 Is that cover it? Cool. Yeah. All right. We good. But, like, yo, like, it, it, it's been trippy to me because I felt like everything I've learned about it made me think, yeah, this should have worked because they, like, there was a, uh, Apparently, in the in their like uh, initial discussions for the marriage, mm-hmm. he worked out a deal where like he could go on a yearly weekend date with his ex. Uh-uh. I'm sorry, what? Yeah, like there was a there's a, 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 a like another software designer who he dated right before Melinda, so him and her are still cool, and he worked out a deal with Melinda where even after they're married, he could still go away for the weekend with her once a year and they would like go and kick it. Talk, it's what I'm telling you, yo, this this wild stuff out there. Oh so, my God. Yo, I don't even, mm.
1: I mean, I guess the best thing to do is to work that into the <laughs> marriage. agreement. Look, it's all contracts. Look, <laughs> I say as a perpet, as a, a, a single woman who has never been close to being married, <laughs> at all it's a lot of paperwork yeah getting married is a lot you're you're agreeing it's a you know you're agree. yes you hopefully love that person but for the most part you're agreeing to run the business of this marriage together okay so i mean if that is something that you feel strongly about that you need to stick in the paperwork already (laughs) like she knew what it was you know what i mean it's just like okay so then if you honestly need to hang out with this bitch once a year for a weekend fine but let me tell you what you gonna get me and then right like yeah there's got to be something that's that's got to be a tit for tat situation right
0: yeah look see in 1990 in a 1997 times magazine profile bill gates disclosed uh he uh asked ex-girlfriend ann wimball for the approval um, before popping the question to Melinda. And then Melinda approved a weekend getaway with Ann Wimbold uh once a year for the entire time of their marriage. That's like in the contract. So he asked her t- if it's okay to marry Melinda, and then in turn, Melinda said, Cool, you can still see her, but only for a weekend. He he gets uh he gets to take her to uh a beach house getaway i don't Once. even wow okay. like billionaires is different yo like it's, it's a whole a different completely life
1: completely different okay so he's never been told no huh yeah. <laughs> he's never been told no that's wild i mean look i it, it's not as i mean i guess if we want to couch it in this in the the speech of polyamory right. fine except it's so <laughs> It's also a contract, but it's, uh, you know, I mean, I, who am I to, who am I to question your love? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just me and a cat right now. I can't even, I can't call it. Um, but uh, So then I, then if we're wondering, huh, I wonder what broke them up. It, it, it's gotta be more business related that, you know what I yeah. mean? Because for them, the love was the business. The whole thing was a business thing. Mm. And yeah. I don't know. I mean, didn't they already solve malaria? Like, I guess they just ran out of shit <laughs> to talk about.
0: I, <laughs> I yeah, I know. can't call it. I feel like if you have the foresight to know, hey, I'm going to need this, and she has the foresight to know, yeah, that that that's definitely valid and it, it's necessary. Uh-huh. The money couldn't have been a problem because- the money was crazy to begin with, and it's only gotten crazier. Right. You know what I mean? I, I can't call it. And I feel like I've heard of the seven-year itch, but it's right. year 27. Like, whatever it right. is, they came up already. Well, you, you know what this could be? Twice. was that?
1: If we're going to treat their relationship as a person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Strap in. For some of Shalewa's bootleg astrology. Okay, Okay? I'm excited. Let's do it. (laughs) If we're going to treat the relationship like a person. Right. uh, At the time when you're born, right, the planet Saturn is in a location. Okay. After 27 years, every about 27 years or so, Saturn returns to that location where it was when you were born. Yes? And you tend to go through kind of a change of life in that think you know uh, and, and you really do notice it around 27 28 29 where like you, you you stop kind of being a child and you have to you, you start figuring out that things are going to be a little bit tougher um mm. you're not sure what you're going to do with your life you know you're like where does where, where does this go and a lot of people want to attribute that to being 30 but honestly when you get to 30 you start to feel Into your thirties, you start to feel a little bit of freedom that only kind of crushes you again later. Um, But it's like, so this is the first time that you you know you kind of get crushed. It's called your Saturn returns, and it's uh, just a a time of a little bit of upheaval, and you're kind of unsure as to where to go from here. So if we're treating their relationship, their marriage as a as a person. Saturn is returning on them. Saturn is returning on them, and they don't know what to go. They don't know. They don't know where to go. They don't know what to do from here, uh, and so their relationship is a changing a lot. <laughs> Yo,
0: that's dope. You heard it here first. I just solved it. There you right go. There. Send another, that lady a billion dollars right there. Another
1: She's- case of Shalewa's bootleg astrology. It's all literally based on um No Doubt's Return of Saturn album. That's all that I base that on.
0: That's all you need. I love That's you. all I need. I just
1: need a No Doubt album and like one or two astrology apps, and I'm gonna figure out the rest. <laughs> Knowing absolutely nothing else. <laughs>
0: Yo, real talk, that is the police, like, law, crime, like, uh, series I want to see, you know? (laughs) 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 Oh, man, that Law and Order spinoff would be fire. Uh, It'll be something. It'll be something. Uh, (laughs) Goldman Sachs wants its U.S. workers back in the office next month. Uh, looks like most uh, Goldman Sachs workers will be back in uh, lower Manhattan by mid-June, uh, making another milestone in the reopening of New York City and the mm-hmm. broader economy from COVID-19. Uh, Goldman Sachs is asking its U.S. employees who have not already returned to the office to be prepared to do so by June 14th Um, in a statement that was sent out to the staff uh, this past Tuesday. Uh, the memo um, also asks employees in the United Kingdom to make plans for a return of uh, by June 21st um, and uh JP Morgan, uh, similar uh, businesses expecting its employees uh, to start coming back um, as well. By uh, July, their offices opened up on May 17th uh, officially. So uh, okay. yeah.
1: Yeah. Let me just say if I have any coworkers of mine, who are listening to this because we are working through this kind of thing as well. Yeah. Uh, there is a part in this article that says, working from the office does not appear to me mandatory, and that Goldman Sachs executives said they are, quote, re- remain committed to giving our people the flexibility they need to manage both their personal and professional lives, end quote. So, let's breathe deeply (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) just like nope everybody back is like oh no i mean i you know i we're dealing with this in my day job I, i work in an office and we are dealing with when do we all come back and we're having discussions about it and we just run the gamut like any place does between people who are like Um, I'll be in there every day to people who are like, I'm not even walking in that building unless it's in a hazmat suit. You know what I mean? Like it is, that's our span. And so we're, it's everything in between and we're just trying to figure out how do we do this Yeah, and, um, you know, where everyone feels comfortable and it's hard and,
0: uh, it's a lot. Yeah. (laughs) It's a lot. I've thought about this a lot and like, uh. You know, I I I obviously like I'm I'm a comic and in in my and I obviously like uh, deal with uh, my home, but I, I don't work in corporate anymore. So I tried to figure out like thinking back to my jobs, I can't think of a single time where like ninety percent of my job I couldn't have done from home besides being in retail.
1: Right. Yeah, right? exactly. Like, that's the
0: only time where I was like, I need to be here every other job i've had i could have definitely done without going to the office um i could understand needing to meet in person but i don't understand needing to meet needing to be in the same building for 8 hours 5 days a week right um, right so like what's surprising me here is like i feel like this is the financial industry revealing just how old and non-tech savvy the people in charge are that is what i'm talking about we all of these places that
1: are just like well we got to get back to the office and i'm like why because i can literally do almost everything from my phone yeah like almost everything
0: and so (laughs) we have to be back in the office seriously weird like why like you got people losing a million dollars on robin hood on an iphone 7 (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean? like <laughs> you can't figure out how to do this with like an internet connection. Like, there's no way you can tell me that it's more affordable. Like, paying those rents, oh, yeah, look, crazy has to know? be crazy. So, like, I'm not saying dismiss the whole idea of it, like, but like, you could downsize crazy right now instead of having 10 floors in that building, get one floor, and like, you know, only like these people have to come in on mondays or something i I feel like there's an opportunity here to like um a make your employees a lot happier and b you know like save bread like and and, and i'm i'm surprised that this is the industry like announcing this i was like yo like y'all should be like trying to figure out how do we keep this going because
1: no i i'm not surprised it's i'm not surprised it's coming from the financial world because um, if there's too much innovation, they become obsolete. Mm. So they need things to stay the way it's always been in order for people to continue to build, in order for these companies to continue to bilk the average person the way they've been doing. right? So you want to stop innovation up to a point because um, if innovation gets out, then everybody can innovate. And now you're left behind because you have all this bloat. So what you have to do is justify your bloat so that others won't, others will not never really find their way into your world. Mm. And, you know, they've, they've built this whole thing and it, it it was bound to come crashing down and COVID was the one that kind of helped it. But they definitely are like, uh, uh, everybody's got to be back. Sorry. Y'all have to come back. Because we can't, you know what I mean? It's like, no, no, we, but, and so, and keeping their employees happy, not necessarily what they care about, Yeah, you know? So, um, it's just like, and I I mean, I don't know, I guess. I, we just need to get out. of I feel like overall we need to get out of the mindset of like getting things back to normal. And we need to realize that this is a chance to set up a new kind of normal. Whoa. And I think a lot of people know and see that it's a chance to come up with a new kind of normal, but other the ones on, on top of the food chain don't want us to come up with a new kind of normal because then their normal is gone. Right. And then they are, I, I don't, I don't understand. I mean, will they be broke? I don't think they're gonna be broke if we just render them obsolete. The money's still good. Y'all lord knows y'all got enough of it. I mean, look, I'm not running up into your house and taking your weird paintings. So don't worry, Marie Antoinette. You're
0: safe. But we're just gonna change it from this point on, basically. Seriously. Yeah. Uh, I, I I can't call it. I it's this stuff uh really like blows my mind that they're like in a mm-hmm. rush to get this back. I understand it. It's still stupid to me.
1: Yeah. I mean, because they're they're not thinking about money in the way that you think about money. The way that we think about money um, is not at all how they think about it. Right. So we are thinking about, well, here you can save here and then you do blah, blah, blah. They don't have to consider that kind of shit. Right. It's like that's for people. That's for the little people who have to worry about saving and all that kind of stuff we don't have to because we make the rules we make the rules and we're always going to win house always wins so i mean i guess i guess i could save on rent but i mean i also own the
0: building so who cares yo real talk. i hope in the future like financial advisors is like wearing polo shirts and giving advice on tiktok just <laughs> <In the slight>. like
1: <laughs> that would be right now a, an extremely revolutionary. And the way that the GameStop thing was, yeah, there was someone that was just like, here, just two or three people. Here are our TikToks. Here's how you can get over. Here's this, blah 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 blah.
0: Straight you up, know,
1: and just gave those tips out in a way that they wouldn't get in trouble with uh, the SEC, who's already in cahoots with fucking everybody else. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that would be wild that would be fantastic
0: real talk yo that's the future right there oh god yeah i'm 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 trying to take all my business meetings where like nothing that hurts to wear you know (laughs) i want that to be a movement you know what i mean
1: (laughs) yeah i think we're getting there
0: too we are definitely getting there (laughs) oh man uh in the news that upset my kids and i told them about this. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I said this with such a smile yesterday. <laughs> CNN reports NYC public schools will have remote learning instead of snow days next school year. That's right. So long, snow days. New York City Public Schools releases calendar for 2021 2022 on Tuesday. And with it came an announcement that instead of school being canceled for snow days, they will shift students to remote learning on those days. Boom. That's right, y'all. They learned. You know that's what? They got better. Honestly, I think that's bullshit. <laughs> I do.
1: I think it's bullshit. I think those I think you should get a snow day.
0: Yeah, why is that, Sha?
1: I think a snow day is a good day just to fucking regroup. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> mentally, it's like a mental health day. Okay. It's a mental health day, kind of. And I mean, and also I grew up in a place that actually like used snow days. Cause up here in New York, y'all don't give a fuck about your children. At you all. will send them out <laughs> at all. You will send them out in a blizzard. And just be like, "Am bring me home, bring me home a sandwich when you when you stop off. I need Cheetos, flaming hot, please. Y'all do not care about your children, and Yo. you just set them out there." no willy-nilly i at least grew up in a state (laughs) where it was like did someone say snow shut it down okay (laughs) well you know what that's a mental health day now that's a day that i get to kind of chill and regroup and get ready for going back out there because it's a lot sometimes yo
0: it's the first shot
1: especially new york kids they need all the mental health days they can get every day there's a possibility (laughs) they can see someone jerking (laughs) off on the train Get a mental health day. Get a mental health day. Don't internalize that shit.
0: Give them their snow days back. <laughs> listen, listen. As a parent now, you're right. I send them kids out, whatever the weather is. You gonna deal with it. I feel like first I drive my kids to school. I got a, a four wheel drive. I right? so you ain't even. I don't want to hear about how the snow hurts or it's cold. All you gotta do is deal with the sidewalk. I right? daddy's doing shoveling. Daddy's one driving. So you're fine. Second, every single parent remembers a far worse snow day that to dealt with, right? Like, there's, mm-hmm. like, internet now. Like, there's pictures of what the snow looks like. When, when it snowed when we were growing up and it got crazy, mm-hmm. there was no proof. It was just whatever the news reporter said the next day, but we just had to eat that. So, like, <laughs> I definitely remember days where it was like, yo, I'm pretty sure this is three feet of snow. Like, I should not be outside right. and see, like, anything below my neck and i still had mm-hmm. to go so like now like you know people get in trouble if they do that you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> so like it's guys it's has easier so like i don't got pity when like i see like oh it's just a foot y'all can man up you know kids in alaska stop deal with this every day stop you know? hazing
1: your children this isn't a frat house
0: now, but on the real though, I uh, as a <laughs> as a caring parent, actually, I like this because um, there are days where I do think they like uh, they missed the a call because they're they're being reactionary. They'll be like they'll call a snow day, then because it didn't snow, they'll be right. scared to do it the next time, and then it'll yeah. snow heavy. So I feel like with this, they could just call any snow day they're not sure of, and there's still a plan that gets the kid to, uh, to be educated that day. You know, like either way, like the same problems exist, right? I still got to figure out a babysitting situation, whether you're watching The Price is Right or doing Mm -hmm. the class on Zoom. So at least there's a way of like, all right, there's still work getting done. And now anytime there's the idea of snow, I know my kid is safe at home as opposed to possibly dealing with the elements. Um, Also, I I like uh that um, when snow days are used, uh, those days are tacked on at the end of the year. Right. So right. Um, now with this system in place, this sets a, a firm end date for the school year. So if I'm a kid, I do like that part of it, too. Like, yo, we out of here June 15th, my G. No, here's ifs, ands, OK. Ands.
1: I'm looking at this tweet right here of what the the school day, the, the school calendar is. Yeah. Um, New Yorkers. Why are you keeping your children in school for so long? They only get they're only getting two months of summer. Yeah. Summer's three months. That's insane. <laughs> like, your last day... Okay, your first day of school uh, will be September 13th of right. this year, right? Okay, that feels a little late, but I get it. All right. Um. Uh. The last day of school is June 27th. Yeah. That's insane. Now, when I... Now, granted, this was, uh you know, when I was going to school with dinosaurs and shit, we started school, like late August and then we were done by the first week of June, right? So but we had all of June, all of July, most of August. And that's a that's a summer. You know? But this no. You you're using up you're using up one week worth of September, which is a holiday week anyway. And then you're going to school all the way through June. So now you only have July and August.
0: Yeah, but that That's first only week is so fake though, because it's like there's like two or three holidays like in in like September, ain't there? Like I feel like well, people- there's there's one, and your guys you, like you'll be
1: starting after that one in September, okay. and then there's one in October, uh, which I believe there's it's not Columbus Day anymore; it's Indigenous Peoples Day. Respect, respect. Um, and also you guys are getting uh, Juneteenth, which is wild to me because I'm like, shouldn't you be out of school by? mid June, but no, apparently not. Apparently you guys are gonna to go to school all the way through damn near the fourth of July. Let's
0: that's where the kids will be keeping you trapped another week. <laughs> yeah. You know,
1: and I mean like that's not mm-mm, that's no good. Cause you know, what about the like what's the AC situation? Will they still have the AC running or will they just cut it off it like I don't know. I just there's a lot, there's a lot going on here um with with your breaks that are (laughs) not (laughs) ideal not ideal i think you know give them a snow day i mean like i i get it with like you know you can't when when they call the snow day you don't know what to do like oh great now these kids are at home and um and i have to go to work or whatever um but on, you know, and, and I know it's going to be too much to even get companies to be like, oh, it's a snow day for the children. So this will possibly affect various employees, you know, that right. kind of thing. So I get that that is not a thing. But I mean, I don't know your kids. First off, they've been in Brooklyn their whole life. They're going to be fine.
0: They should be able <laughs> to stay home by themselves. Yeah, they good. My, I ain't worried about mine. They Good money at this point. Mom. Yeah.
1: So really, you should be pimping them out and having them work, and then, you know, you collect their earnings. But that's just, hey, you know, have them watch other
0: kids, and then you go on and collect the money. Hey, you don't know what it says on my taxes. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> They've been doing shifts for two years, for as far as they know. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, I, I dig this overall. I, I but I, I get your sentiment. I, 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 I can't, yeah, I dig that. I will say it does feel as apparent that there are more days off now during the year than before. That's possible
1: because I'm looking at the schedule and I'm like, what is mid-winter recess?
0: Yeah, like they get like two <laughs> get, spring breaks as well. Yeah, weird.
1: I was just like, what is that? You get, <laughs> you get <laughs> Christmas off, and you
0: know, from Christmas to New Year's, and then you get spring break, and then we done. Nah, they 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 have mad breaks. One of them, I I did like like there was a lot of random days off that like truthfully I didn't know all the reasons for, mm-hmm. but it was because of other nationalities. So like oh, being yes. frank for me, I didn't necessarily like connect with it. But if I was that group, I thought it was dope. Like oh each each group is getting uh one or two days honored for them that in the past were just ignored. Right. Um so I, I do like that they've put more of that into it. But I you know I get it. They still got to do their hundred eighty days. So
1: I say maybe you should just spread it out throughout the whole year. There were a couple of um all year round schools in Atlanta, and I think oh. the way that they did it was like a except for, you know, holidays or whatever, it was kind of like a three weeks on, one week off kind of thing. Oh, that's for fire each, for each month. Um I would love that.
0: You could do like a a, a getaway as a family every now and then.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know exactly when you could do it
0: because it's going to be that one week off of the month. That's dope. I like that. that. We just solved that whole problem right here. There we go. Just do it all year round. There you go.
1: What are we doing? (laughs) And then, you know, you just work out the snow days as it as it goes, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, like we would just if we didn't use the snow days in Atlanta, then they were just random days off. Yeah. Towards the end of the year. Um, which also is wild because we were definitely in the mood to just run the streets and they were like, Well, I know we only have two weeks left, but we never use that snow day, so I guess you can have this day off. And so the city is just <laughs> running wild with kids
0: who are almost done. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, kind of terrifying, <laughs> it's actually. Like, a little like uh, pre-Freaknik. I like it. Yeah, a little pre-Freaknik. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Broadway uh, sticks to its uh, fall reopening plan, despite uh, New York lifting uh, restrictions. Uh, theater fans eager for Broadway's reopening. will have to wait a little bit more. Um, New York theater owners on Tuesday said they're will still they still planning to reopen in the fall, uh, even after the state governor said it would lift restrictions on venues later this month, uh, much faster than many in the arts community had expected. Um, New York uh, Governor Andrew Cuomo announced on Monday that the state would lift uh, most capacity restrictions on restaurants, bars, museums, gyms, salons, and retail shops by May 19th. Uh, but it seems like most of uh, Broadway is uh, sticking to their uh, September date. I think uh, I saw something uh, else uh, pop up saying uh, they're still opening up uh, for roughly the school year time of year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I. Uh, how do you, Gastor?
1: Yeah. How do you, how do you feel about this? Does this feel too early to you?
0: A little bit, I have to say. Like, I'm, I'm, like as a performer, I'm happy to perform again, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it's not that it feels early; it feels rushed. Yes, I think it would be the right word. Like okay. I feel like they're just like, yeah, this is when we should do this, and they're just unleashing us without like a, I don't feel like it's planned. They're just like, let's figure it out as we go.
1: And also because you know, I it the thing if you're if you're listening to us and you're not in New York, um, the the thing that we've been grappling with throughout this whole thing is that the governor cuomo and our mayor de blasio hate each other so every time one of them makes a a declaration as to what the city's going to do the other one comes in and tries to one-up them so we basically have been watching these two dudes like fucking sword fight with their dicks about (laughs) our safety and it's it's been wild because like Already, we were mad at De Blasio for even saying July July first. He was just like, you know what, July first, New York City is back, baby. Yeah, he picked a nice round date. He's like, beginning of the month, you know, that's a, a lead-in into a holiday weekend, so y'all can really go, you know, go up, and uh, and then from then on, we're going to whatever. That gives us time to prepare. Womp, womp, womp. And then Cuomo comes through with the. Huh, I see your July 1st and I give you May 19th.
0: Let's go. Let's go. As if
1: the month June didn't even occur to anybody. May 19th. So he also, so that's very soon. Yeah, (laughs) that's 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 like in two weeks practically. And uh, so it's just like, oh, wait, okay, so you're giving us two weeks to be ready for shit? Like, what are you doing? And it's just been the, them going back and forth. Oh, Lord. It's aggressive. I, it, yeah, it's been. So we're just kind of trapped in this. No one knows exactly which which version of what are we supposed to go with. Well, I guess the state. The state's going to supersede the city. But then the city has its own needs that the rest of the state may not have. Right. So you've got to keep all of that in mind. And Cuomo is just trying to make sure that people love him. Uh, more than de blasio and de blasio i think he's just like yo man when am i done <laughs> because i just want to sit down you know <laughs> like so that's the energy that we have here so it's just like yeah so good on broadway to be like hey man we've been watching you two fucking duke it out Mark. for a year We'll come back when we want to come back. How about that? Big thanks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know you want our Broadway money, but, bitch, we don't even have the place clean yet. Yeah. Be- <laughs> <laughs> there could be a whole family of bats in these theaters at this point. We don't know. We hadn't been in that, bitch. Oh,
0: man. Vacuums and storage. We don't know. Yeah. Oh, we we got to change
1: all of that shit. So <laughs> we only just started being able to get wipes again.
0: Now you just want us to be open come on yeah i was filming some and uh i think it's uh what's the park by uh nyu
1: um, uh what
0: um washington square park i think so yeah washington yeah. square park I with the uh, big arch and uh um fountain yeah, like and all that shit there's like the fountain in the middle yeah um, yeah mm-hmm. i was filming there and you know I, I i i had to take my mask off for the taping but mm-hmm. i got my vaxxers done and right. i've also had testing done uh two weeks after the vaxxers, so i had all of that with me mm-hmm. so like i uh i had it printed out and i had it on my phone because while i want to film stuff that doesn't show me wearing a mask i also want people to feel comfortable right and it was just fun seeing the range of reactions of like some people i would be like hey would you want to film this and they would like run away from me right i was visibly not wearing the mask before I, sure right and other people, like, I would show them the info. And they're like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> <laughs> it was just so wild to get the two extremes. <laughs> oh,
1: man.
0: I was like, man, y'all know what's happening here. But we ain't going to be ready in two weeks. I know. That. No,
1: we not. No, we not. <laughs> we are not
0: going to be ready. Like, what, that preview I got this Sunday. I don't know, man. I saw some Mm-mm. wildness out there <laughs> in both directions. <laughs> yeah. Uh finally, mm-hmm. uh now's a great time to sell your old car. That's right. We are here giving tips on the war report, baby. Use car sales <laughs> are soaring. <laughs> uh if you uh if you got a car you don't use too much, congratulations. You might be sitting on a gold mine in your garage. The auto industry was thrown into a disarray by shortages of computer chips and other components uh needed to build cars and trucks uh during the uh quarantine. Uh so shoppers who normally would pay full sticker for a new car are actually paying far more than normal uh for used vehicles so uh lightly used cars that uh have low mileage are now selling for up to 80 percent of their original sticker price um and normally uh something like that would sell for 65 to 70 percent that's right you can stack up some bread right now so if you are someone who no longer commutes to work you're working from your computer you got a little bit of debt and you see that you know that T-brew, that Hyundai T-brew in your in your in your garage, that <laughs> that Subaru, that that. that. <laughs>
1: I I mean I I hear this, but as someone I'm, I am definitely familiar with the used car game, but never as someone selling a used car. I am always <laughs> buying a used car. Okay. So you are hyping this up like, yeah, you can sell it, blah blah blah, and I'm like. You mean it's going to cost more for me to get a car? Like, I'm on the complete opposite end. I'm just like, how
0: dare they? <laughs> well, it's, it, that's a warning for those people. I, my bet, mm. for those of y'all buying uh, used cars, it's going to hurt a little more. See, so, it always
1: hurts someone. It
0: does. And that's
1: usually the side I'm
0: on. <laughs> my bet, Sean. Uh, I try to make this a good like ending. Like, hey, listen. you. Can get no, your it's on. fine.
1: It's fine. We start with homesick and melancholy, and we we ended with not being able to buy a $2,000 car off Craigslist anymore. I get
0: it. I'm nostalgic for that, too. <laughs> My bad, Shy. Um, <laughs> if you would like, uh, Shy, to be able to afford this car soon uh, and uh, help us uh, get on tour in a used <laughs> Honda Civic or something. You know, uh, like and subscribe to the show. Uh, and, <laughs> and the ratings help. Uh, if you're a yeah. uh, please listener, uh, please rate the show. Five stars is cool. Four stars tells me nobody wanted to buy your car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> If you have uh, any news articles you'd like us to cover on the show, always welcome. DM us directly um, on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo at Gastar Almonte. We love to talk about it. Uh, with all that said, thank you so much for listening. My name is Gastar Almonte, always with the homie Chalet with Sharp. Catch y'all next week. It's been another War Report. Peace. dark gun smoke fills your nose but the violence starts once the guns go cold a prayer in the dark lord let me grow old cause the black gets hot. once the guns go cold, cold catch y'all next week peace <laughs>